Welcome to the Balanced CEO Podcast, where we have authentic conversations celebrating the successes of being an entrepreneur while acknowledging the challenges along the way. Join us every other Wednesday as we talk about all things business and life. Nothing is off limits. Here's your hosts, Askar, Sarah-Lise, Taylor, and Aaron. All right. Hello, CEOs. Welcome to the Balanced CEO Podcast. On today's episode, we will be discussing surviving your first year as an entrepreneur. So let's get started. When people hear the word entrepreneur, they have a bunch of different ideas about what an entrepreneur is. But to put it simply, an entrepreneur is a problem solver. They see a need and they develop a product or a service that fixes that need. And they make money for it. Basically, an entrepreneur is someone who solves our problems in life. And they have the time and opportunity and maybe even money but it doesn't really take a lot of money to be an entrepreneur. Money helps, but you can be an entrepreneur just by having an idea about something you think will help fix a need in today's world. So why do people become entrepreneurs? Let's start off with autonomy. Entrepreneurs want to be their own bosses and they want to set their own goals and be able to control their own progress in their businesses. They want to be able to see the successes and failures in something that they've created. And it's a chance to set a marker for their own freedom. Yeah. And so I think another reason is definitely purpose. I think that creating your own business can give a lot of people purpose and people come up with ideas. They genuinely feel that their product or service will fill a void in the market and they are committed to pursuing that goal. And also being an entrepreneur provides you with flexibility. We've already touched on control of your business, but this is also an avenue to take control of your time. It's a chance to have a balanced work-life setup that really works for you. And it's a time to put in longer hours if you choose but then still have the freedom to live your life and make it worth it. Definitely. And I think an, another big one that like some people don't want to say, but it's true, is financial success. Most people know that they won't become billionaires overnight, but a lot of people want to become entrepreneurs so that they can make money. They want to establish financial safety nets for themselves and their families. And there's plenty of other people who are really just looking to make a really big profit by creating the next big thing. Yeah. And lastly, let's talk about legacy. Being an entrepreneur is a chance to create something that will potentially outlast you. It's a chance to create something that has longevity. It's a chance to create something that will provide income and security for yourself and your children or family members, whomever you choose to pass it down to. And it's just a chance to create a long-lasting impression that will be an innovation that improves people's lives in a tangible way. You guys are so right. So everything that you listed are definitely reasons why people become entrepreneurs. There's possibly other reasons that they have, depending on that person's experiences. But I think those are the main five reasons why people get into being an entrepreneur. And speaking of entrepreneurs, 
Today in our CEO suite, we have Askar Morso, the founder and CEO of Anchors. And we've heard a little bit about her story, but I think we've never really had a chance to talk to her about what it was to start off as an entrepreneur and how she just felt the need to continue to be an entrepreneur. So we're going to interview her today and get her thoughts about what it is to be an entrepreneur that first year and what keeps you going. So Askar Morso was born in Haiti and she was raised in Brockton, Massachusetts. She graduated in 2011 magna cum laude from the University of Massachusetts Dartmouth with the Bachelor of Arts in Sociology with the minors in Philosophy and African American Studies. She then went on to the University of Bridgeport to earn her Master of Arts in Global Development and Peace with a focus on conflict resolution. And she used her passion for her community to work in the nonprofit field where she is currently the Director of Development for the McGivney Community Center in Bridgeport. And then in March 2019, Askar decided to pursue her dreams as an entrepreneur and launched Anchors. Her mission is to provide game-changing opportunities for female entrepreneurs to grow their businesses. And it's her personal mission to, as an entrepreneur to support, empower, and partner with other female entrepreneurs on their journey to help them thrive and reach their ultimate level of success. With everything she has accomplished thus far, we are certain that she is just getting started. So, Askar... I know we've talked outside on our own what it was like to start Anchors and why you wanted to start Anchors, but can you just give us a little bit more background? Yes, yes, yes. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be the first guest on the CEO suite, so I'm definitely honored. And it's good to be on this side of the table as well, not always leading <laughs> everything. But to your question, Taylor... Relative to being an entrepreneur, I know that it's my blood. I've always wanted to be an entrepreneur. My grandmother and my grandfather are both entrepreneurs in Haiti. And I knew that at such a young age, that's what I wanted to do. But I just didn't know how to do it. And if you know me and my friends and family can tell you, I used to call myself a renaissance woman because I would have so many different ideas that I thought I could do them all. Today, I know my first business I wanted to start at Empowering, Empower for Excellence. Then I went to do event planning, epiphany, event consulting. Then I was like, oh, let me do branding. Then I wanted to start a build it branding. I believe it was called Innovate It Up. I, I tried to do, and then I did a group call, wait. So I was literally all over the place and I really could not continue it because the passion wasn't there. I felt like there was something that was missing within me. And as you know, I know my story. In 2017, I lost my job, and that was what really helped me to birth and spark that passion within me to really help women and do something to make a difference. And I remember relative to Anchors, I remember I keep seeing water because I was trying to find a name for it, and I couldn't, I, and I would see Anchors everywhere. I would see Anchors on a little boy's shirt. It was random. I'd be driving. It would be on a Jeep, the wheels of the Jeep. I would be like laying down and I would just see anchors everywhere. And I was like, well, I need a name. Anchors is about you starting a journey. You have to look up that anchor to go. And once you arrive, putting down that anchor to provide security. And I knew that as an entrepreneur, I really wanted to help women because women have a special place in my heart as they embark on the journey and also provide them with the tools and resources for them to be secure and successful without sinking. So that's kind of like my idea of entrepreneurship and my journey has not been easy. 
I've had its ups and downs, but I always say that the entrepreneur journey is not for everyone because it helps you gain some really, really tough skin. But once you're passionate about something and once you see the transformative change that you're making, it keeps you going. Like you may have a really bad day. And I know I share with you guys, there was a point that I had a really rough month of October, I believe. And I wanted to quit. I can't tell you how I want to quit on a daily basis. I was like, this is not working or I'm scared about the next thing because I don't know if it's going to be well received. And that's what entrepreneur is about. You will have so many highs and lows, but the point about taking a risk and really doing something to change lives and to make a difference in the world, that is what keeps me going every day when I wake up. And I know that you mentioned highs and lows, but I know there are some other things that when you are becoming an entrepreneur that you need to focus on too. You need to focus on your mindset and you need to focus on self-care. And if you could just tell us a little bit about that and how to make sure that you keep your mind right and that you keep yourself right. So that way, when you do experience those highs and lows, that you yourself stay true to you. Yeah, mindset is so important. It's it's definitely key because I feel like your mindset is what keeps you balanced as a CEO. Relative to mindset, I every morning on my mirror in my bathroom, I have post-it notes of affirmations that I say. So it's everything from I am great, I'm beautiful, I'm fearless because I have doubts as well and I have to keep my mind right. And my mind being right means basically feeding it positive affirmation it's reading books, it's reading articles, it's listening to music that is empowering and feeding it all the right things. It's like your body, you got to feed your body or you get sick. So similarly, I think of my mind like that, surrounding with just positive things that are going, and also what I see, because I feel like what I see, what I do, what I hear all contributes to who I am as an entrepreneur. If I'm feeding it negative things, then I'm going to doubt myself. Like if I'm around people who are always speaking death into me, I'm going to be like, you, I can't do this. I, I stink. Like I'm not good enough. And I believe that comparison is the biggest thief ever. It steals your joy. It steals your purpose. So I always have to feed my mind daily. And also when I get those bad negative thoughts that I can't, or I'm not good enough, I'm not how this person is. I have to catch my thoughts. It's kind of like I seize it, I catch it, and I'm like, all right, when I, I say a prayer, or I'm like, I got to check myself, I got to check my heart and be like, we're not doing that. You're right. I, I, I don't have 10,000 followers, but also this person started 10 years ago. We're not on the same level. So it's really training my mind. And relative to self-care, I learned my biggest thing as being an entrepreneur is learning to say no. I was the queen of saying yes, maybe, but saying no doesn't mean I don't care about a person. And saying no doesn't mean that I don't like it it's just like no not right now like I got to put me first and let everybody else catch up with the woman that I'm becoming I am not the same woman that I was a year ago I am not the same sister that I was a year ago I'm not the partner that I was months ago I'm evolving each day and as I evolve I'm taking better care of myself because if I don't nobody else is going to do it so it is spending more time meditating it is getting massages every month or every other month it is me going out to eat by myself. People get nervous. They're like, you want out to eat by yourself? I was like, yeah, I'm taking myself out on a date. I'm going to get myself some flowers. When I do something that's good, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get three bags of gummy bears and eat them. But it is really focusing on me because if I'm not my best self, I can't be the best self for my team. 
I can't come up with those great ideas. I can't really lead. I really can't be the boss or the person that I'm destined to be and walk into my purpose. So they all kind of go hand in hand together for me to find that balance as a CEO. Thanks, Askar. I think it's so incredibly valuable to get firsthand perspectives from people's experiences. And when we're talking about surviving the first year as an entrepreneur, we also thought about tips that we can provide, some additional things that folks listening can keep in the back of their mind and be able to take time to to focus on as they're going through their journey. And I think first and foremost, from what we've heard, the resilience that Askar has shared, it's don't give up. We know that it's difficult to kind of see your your dream or your vision come to fruition, but the most important thing is that you keep at it. The consistency, the passion, and the desire to move forward with this vision that you have and just seeing where that can lead you. And also just being consistent and always showing up. This is something that you deserve for yourself and that your vision, your dream, your brand deserves. To be able to talk about it and be about it is incredibly important. And don't overwhelm yourself. Start small and grow gradually. There's no timeline that we all need to set for ourselves to put pressure on ourselves. Go the pace that you need to and continue your journey and your process in a way that makes sense for you. And also be able to be a problem solver. This is an opportunity for you as an entrepreneur to see where there's a gap and be able to fill it. And it's an incredibly, it can feel like a risky position to be in, but it's also a creative one. It's also one that can have limitless possibilities and being able to see it that way hopefully can open the doors to so many new innovative ideas. So Askar, do you have any other tips for being an entrepreneur? Yeah, and Sarah Lee, those were really, really great. Don't give up. Be consistent. Always show up. That's two. Three, start small. Grow gradually. Four, be a problem solver. And I would say number five, I have four more if you don't mind me sharing. Five would definitely be mistakes or teachable moments. So learn from yourself and others because we get so hard on ourselves than we we get frustrated when we make a mistake. I used to have a job. And one thing that my boss used to do was celebrate our mistake. And it would be so weird. Like when a child, I'll be working with these youth and they make a mistake. We're like, yay, you made a mistake. Or yay, you failed. And they'll look at us like, oh, what? And she wanted to show us. It was, okay, you made this mistake, but how are you going to be able to learn from it? So that's kind of how do you learn from it and from yourself as well? So mistakes are such teachable moments. Take advantage of that. Number six, surround yourself with positive people and energy that matches yours. That is so important. And you will know how happy a person is for you when you share something about yourself and you see their facial expressions. That will tell you everything because people who share something that's amazing, you're like, yeah, I can't believe I got this $10,000. And they'll be "Mm." those people you don't want around you. And more importantly, you have to understand that everybody is going to be happy for you because they don't see that vision that you have been given. So knowing this in the back of your mind as an entrepreneur, 
you want to surround yourself with people who support you, who wants the best for you, who are authentic and real, you will lose, as you elevate, people will start coming off. It's like branches on a tree. They'll come off, but you know what? Everybody you lose, you will replace with better. Number seven, never compare your chapter one to chapter 20, like I said. My biggest problem as an entrepreneur was comparison. I'm like, why can't I do that? Why can't I be like this person? Why don't I have that confidence? Why is my business not making this much money or money at all? Then I had to have the biggest heart check and mindset to realize this person has been at it for five years. I'm just getting started. There's no comparison between us. But what I can do is learn from what they do, see what they do, and find a way to innovate and make it better, make it stronger, because now I have the technology, I have the resources. I just have to keep going and make it my own because that's them. This is me. I got to bring my own pizzazz and personality to it. And number eight, I will say celebrate the small victories. I am so big on celebrating small victories because I've never done that before. I'm like, if it's not something big, I don't want it. But then I had to learn to extend grace to myself and to my team and realize that the fact that we're able to even have a venue for this event is a victory we need to celebrate because they could have bailed out on us. The fact that we got this much people to attend is a victory. The fact that we're completing this project is a victory and celebrating the small victories will open doors for bigger victories. So those are kind of like the eight tips for being an entrepreneur. Don't give up. Be consistent and always show up. Start small, grow gradually. Be a problem solver. Don't go creating new products. Solve the problem. And then over time, you can evolve. Mistakes are teachable moments, so learn from them. Surround yourself with positive people and energy. Never compare your chapter one to someone's chapter 20 and celebrate the small victory. Thank you so much, Askar. Those are definitely some great tips to keep in mind if you are pursuing being an entrepreneur, especially when, or even if you are currently in the midst of being an entrepreneur, especially if you are in your first year. Know that it will not go right away. You will have some small victories. You will have some setbacks. But I think keeping those tips in mind, as well as the reasons why you wanted to be an entrepreneur in the first place, are going to genuinely keep you going. So with that being said, we'd like to thank Astar again for being our first guest in our CEO suite. And we want to thank you guys for being a part of the Balance CEO podcast today. Check us out on our website at anchors.com or look us up on social media at anchors on Instagram or Facebook. And as always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review from wherever you're listening so we can continue to give you new and fresh content. See you next time. Thank you for joining us this week on the Balance CEO podcast. Check us out on our website at anchors.com. That is anchors, A-N-K-O-R-Z dot com. Or look us up on social media at Anchors LLC for more information about us and today's podcast. As always, subscribe to Spotify and iTunes to catch each episode. And leave us a review wherever you're listening from so we can continue to give you new, fresh content. See you next time.